Welcome to Crypto Riot, the show that takes the magic and mystery out of cryptocurrencies and amateur investing. I'm your host, David Hay, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk all about a problem that's occurring more and more frequently in the cryptocurrency community. If you're like myself, you love Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. You really don't want to sell them. So there's that old adage of HODL, and HODL is a real thing in the crypto world. I, I mean, I can't even explain how much I would regret selling my Bitcoins a few years ago. So what happens now in the real world if there's a situation where I need fiat currency? Well, most people only have one option, which is to sell their crypto or to sell their Bitcoins and then use that cash for whatever expenses they have. Well, Salt Lending Platform offers a different solution. So what would happen is I would put some of my Bitcoins in an escrow account. Uh, they, Salt would match me with somebody that was willing to lend me fiat currency. So let's say I put $20,000 worth of, of cryptocurrency in an escrow account. Somebody lends me $10,000 US dollars. I agree to a 10,000 or 10% interest rate, which means I'm paying $1,000 over the year for the interest. And once I finish paying back that loan, the Bitcoins are released back to me. So I have the advantage of being able to use fiat currency. I have the advantage of holding on to my cryptocurrency assets. And then the person that actually lent me the US dollars to start with, well, they have a lot to gain as well because now they're returning 10% uh, interest on their US or fiat currency. So that's why, that's why SALT and ETH Lend are going to be such a big deal in the cryptocurrency space in 2018. So in today's episode, we'll look a little bit deeper. I'll explain a little bit more about what they do, and I'll give you my price predictions for the future. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Let's take a look at the two different lending platforms and how they're different. We have SALT and we also have ETHLEND. Now, SALT and ETHLEND are doing similar things, although both are quite different. ETHLEND is trying to establish a, basically a credit protocol. So they're going to allow peer-to-peer -peer lending, which is probably not going to be compliant in the United States, which means that for most US customers, I'm guessing in the future, uh, this is a service that we're not going to be able to use. I think this is gonna be really useful in the rest of the world, especially providing banking services to the unbanked. So Ethland really has a huge implication for the six billion people living in the world, although it has probably the furthest to go in their development. SALT is a lot more straightforward and it's a lot easier to understand. It also has a lot less risk involved, which is probably why right now it has a market cap of $681 million. SALT is trying to solve a problem that I think is just gonna become much more frequent in 2018. So for example, let's say that I own $20,000 in Bitcoin. Uh, it's by far my favorite investment in my whole investment portfolio. And now I run into a situation where I need to maybe get my car repaired and now, when I want to get my car repaired, I'm left with a really difficult situation. If I've run out of fiat currency, the only thing that I can do is basically sell my Bitcoin in order to cover my daily expenses. So what SALT would allow you to do is it would allow you to use your Bitcoins as collateral and it would allow you then to borrow uh, in fiat money against it. And so this helps a few people. Uh, the first thing that SALT does is it only works with accredited investors. And that's really, I think, a, a condition set by US law, not so much that they want to do it that way. So if you're already fairly wealthy and, for example, you're too afraid to get into crypto because you don't really want or understand it, you can now um, just use this lending platform to lend money in fiat currency. And the examples that they've given, 
say that the money's being lent at a 10% interest rate. So right now, if you're a wealthy person, you have the option of leaving money in the bank and probably getting one or 2% interest, or you could then um, lend this money out on the SALT platform and, and get it closer to a 10% return. Now, the lenders are protected because let's just say that I wanna borrow $10,000 in US fiat currency, SALT's gonna probably make me uh, deposit close to $20,000 worth of Bitcoin in order to borrow that money. Now, should the price of Bitcoin fall rapidly, uh, SALT may tell me, hey David, the price of Bitcoin's crashing, you either need to terminate this loan and we'll liquidate the Bitcoins for you so we can give the money back to the lender, or you need to put more Bitcoin in as equity uh, so we can still rest assured that you're gonna be able to pay this. So if you don't have money, um, this isn't a good service for you. If you have crypto assets and yet you just need some local currencies, that's really where SALT's gonna be strong. And the other advantage for SALT is that people are going to be able to borrow in their local currency. So for example, if I'm borrowing 10,000 US dollars, I agree to a 10% interest rate. So in one year, I owe the $10,000 back, plus I owe the 10% interest, which is another $1,000. And that's all done in my local currency. So the borrower has no uh, need to understand what's going on in the crypto markets, other than SALT is providing this platform where there'll always be equity to cover the loans that were given. So this is a fairly, secure, a fairly secure, fairly straightforward platform. What I do find interesting, and I find this interesting with a lot of the cryptocurrencies right now, is here you have this incredible idea. It's really huge, massive implications. I got super excited. I, I wanted to check it out for myself. So I deposited 1.6 salt, which was supposedly enough to be able to start the um, borrowing process just because I wanted to see how it worked. And right away, the only thing that I could have actually do was deposit one salt into the account. I've signed up for the base account. I should be eventually able to borrow up to $10,000 uh, once I secure my Bitcoins in a smart contract. So I like this. I like their white paper. The concept's really good. The concept already works for margin traders. So for example, if you're using uh, Bitfinex, maybe you wanna do a 3X margin call, which means that you're borrowing two Bitcoin against your one. The difference between doing a margin call and salt is that uh, when you do a margin call, you can only use that borrowed money to go and trade on the Bitfinex platform. SALT is completely unsecured lending. So in the sense that they don't care what you're gonna do with the money. So if you get that $10,000 and you wanna go and spend it on booze and partying, that's your business. SALT doesn't care because you've backed up that loan with your Bitcoin. So in the event that you just can't pay that back, SALT will uh, liquidize those, those Bitcoins and then it will pay back the lender the amount of money that's owed. Now, ETHLAND is just so much more ambitious because ETHLAND is really promising financial services for people that are otherwise unable to get financial services. And I think their uh, explainer video did the best job. So let's just watch that. A traditional loan takes a lot of time and paperwork at the bank. Credit systems often neglect first-time borrowers, young people, and citizens of developing regions. Also, the interest rates differ widely around the world, discriminating people in high-interest countries. Not anymore. Ethlend connects lenders and borrowers all around the globe using blockchain technology. This creates a decentralized lending market where everyone can participate, enabling competitive interest rates determined by the free market. Catherine uses Ethland and receives interest payments by lending money to people all around the globe, including Sandeep in India, who has a great credit profile. Within a few minutes, Sandeep is able to receive a competitive loan. 
The loan agreement is legally binding and the funds are transferred within seconds, securely handled through self-executing contracts called smart contracts. They even store loan collaterals. Now, Sandeep can improve his business. He later repays the loan to Catherine, who enjoys the safe profit she has made with the interest payment during her holiday on Mauritius. Now Sandeep's business flourishes, and he too became an eth lender. Okay, so their explainer video does a good job of explaining in theory how this stuff is supposed to work. But as opposed to SALT, which has a very straightforward and very easy to understand business model, ETHLEND is a lot more complicated. There are a few major problems. The first is that ETHLENS runs on an ERC20 token. So it's running off the price of Ethereum and it's using the Ethereum backbone uh, to run its whole network. If you saw what happened to CryptoKitties, they basically launched a decentralized app. It was sort of a game, it was supposed to be funny. Um, it overloaded the network, it doubled or tripled the cost of doing Ethereum transactions and it really just showcased how uh, weak this whole infrastructure is and how important it is that we scale up. So they have this ERC20 uh, token, they've got this ETHLEND platform that's supposed to be working. Uh, unfortunately on their actual website their stuff isn't quite working. Their white paper goes into detail here but my big problem with ETHLEND is there's so many pieces that still need to be put together. So the problem with lending money to people that don't have money is that you need a way to make sure that the lender feels safe. And if there's no collateral backing that up, or even if there is collateral, it makes it really difficult if that uh, collateral can't easily be uh, exchanged for cash. So if somebody wants to, for example, lend a cow or borrow money against a cow, how are you gonna re repossess a cow? How are you gonna repossess these assets um, that are backing up the collateral. And then when you start looking at this, the other problems that start coming in is that, that with SALT, for example, if you uh, couldn't pay back the loan, it's so quick and it's so easy. Uh, Bitcoin's such a fungible asset that it takes SALT seconds to, to get the cash for that. But the problem with ETHLEND is that now you actually have to, they say that these loans are legally binding, but now you have to go through a court system. Now you don't really have a process to just take care of, of recovering your funds. So I see this as working really great in theory. I think this is really gonna help uh, bank the unbanked. But the problem that I have, again, with all these things is that when it says that the alpha launches, you click on start lending and surprise, surprise. So the application itself isn't quite working. So you have Salt that lets me deposit the money in the account. They've got a huge promise of all the things you can do, but I can't actually use it yet. You have ETHLEND, which is really in the exact same um, situation where the links don't work. But the reason that these companies are so valuable and the reason that they have such massive potential is that these type of systems can replace banks. So ETHLEND has a big disadvantage in that they're probably not going to be US compliant because the only way peer-to-peer -peer lending would work in the US is, for example, if you were an accredited investor. So that has nothing to do with ETHLEND or their platform. It is worth noting though that more ICOs are launching, more of this tech is being developed. And if the US doesn't update their laws and if they don't update their infrastructure to deal with it, we're gonna have this situation like Uber where basically uh, this new technology is unrolled, uh, the taxi industry, everybody's just completely unready for it. And you're just left in the gray area where you either have to legalize Uber or you have to just let this huge uh, taxi service, and that's really what it is, a taxi service run um, and just have no ability con to control it. So I see that as being a very similar uh, situation. ETHLEND also needs to develop a protocol to, uh, to judge somebody's credit worthiness. 
So that's going to be interesting because they're going to have to uh, basically integrate social media. They're going to have to integrate all these payment track records. Um, they're going to have to provide this secure platform and they're going to figure, have to figure out some way to enforce these loans. So it's for this reason I feel like Ethland has a lot further to go, although it has a much larger implication for the six billion uh, people that are involved. If you look at SALT, SALT has a much more straightforward business model. I think that uh, it's going to be much easier for them to start running, uh, to get up and running and to get profitable, which is also why they have a $681 million market cap versus, for example, ETH, which has an $80 million uh, market cap of the world. So now that we're introducing these systems, although they're not perfect and although they're not working, I think that there's good reason that everybody should be excited about this. And I think that there's good reason for these hype for this hype, because as soon as we do start seeing this stuff work, as soon as we start seeing uh, maybe these problems of like market volatility overcome, because the last thing you wanna do on a lending platform, for example, is lend $10,000 in Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin triples, and now you owe $30,000 back. So all these uh, problems still need to be addressed. All of these issues are still obviously present, um, but the reason that the market's so crazy, the reason that market's so hot is that this technology uh, really has a potential to really displace banks and, and the other uh, incumbent financial services. And that's why it's such a big deal. Until next time, I'll see you later.